was the number one. Thank you for bringing it up. Most penisy motherfucker to ever grace the screen. I'm a little turned on, a little weirded out. Things are, I don't know what's going on here. This, I feel horny, but also like I want to laugh. I'm not sure what's happening here. Is, it, is this episode truly a crossover? Because, oh boy, did they look old. What's really funny about this? It's just people there, but... I'm just gonna dig a big hole and then dump... Because you're stuck with a lagoon. Yeah, I mean, that's Chekhov's lagoon. <laughs> what a psychosexual nightmare nose is. I like to think about it. Freaks and weirdos, that's all I know. That's the most optimistic smell I can imagine. I'm picturing David getting horny over cinnamon rolls. Yeah, that's true there thank god a hunk finally i guess i never noticed the warts but you know yeah you gotta look for those david for like what haven't you seen at this point right like, and i need to see somebody try to murder him but never being able to get off well actually been very relatable which paints us as assholes you guys yeah because then they say we're sick of you you have to go dig this hole we have they're gonna make him go dig his own grave he was dying, David. Do you feel bad? Hmm. Yeah, I should, shouldn't I? Like, hey, there's a fuzzy penis monster in that hole in your backyard. How many more warts are there? <laughs> Look how much happier we are without you. My wife makes a pretty mean meatloaf. Go fuck yourself. Love is love. We don't judge. Speaking of insipid treacle, this is just some of the most stupid television. <laughs> Why was that funny? Thus passes the glory of the world. We've seen it all before, so let's reload on a very special episode of shows that suck and shows that blowed. Buckle up, buttercup, it's a bumpy road. Going deep inside the mainframe secret code. Some of this shit stinks, some of it's gold. Featuring the VIPs of SBTV, Austin G and Dr. DB with our AT&C money. Weird TV is their specialty. It might be all four, just one, two, or three. Cause they're old and kinda busy. So go get ready and take a peek. So set your phasers to download a rarity that we have bestowed. Special moments no one would have showed. Open your body holes cause you're gonna get told Grab yourself a drink and let's unload In a very special episode <laughs> 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 oh, oh. We'll do it again Let's do that again when we're ready for it Right, when it gets spicy <laughs> okay. Oh boy. Well, hello to our very special listeners for a very special summary tropical uh maybe getting stuck in hell, feeling very foreign and like you don't belong but maybe belonging too much. Very special episode. Dear listeners, this is a very special episode and we are here for your listener viewer requests season. It's that special time of the summer. And this year like a bunch of maniacs, you all chose crossing over. <laughs> no, not the dead guy who talks to your relatives. But when maybe other people die and go to a different episode of a different series. Maybe. Sad. Right? For this week, uh, I decided to reunite us with a very special Tanner family. <laughs> what? 
<laughs> but maybe not the one you're thinking of. Stay tuned. And this week I have as my guest, as is almost always, somebody who's covering his dreams up in dirt. Austin Gordon. <laughs> so sad. <laughs> and then and then also we have somebody who's deeply in the throes of tropical madness. <laughs> David Bitsenoff, right? <laughs> He's feeling the heat of the yeah, season. I'm feeling it. I got the vapors. <laughs> <laughs> I do declare. <laughs> and I am your host this evening, Carolyn Maine, and I could eat about six slices of cream pie at any given time. Well, yeah, where, where was that as an intro for any of us? <laughs> I, I kept it. Right? I think that's true of all of us. Apple pie, <laughs> coconut cream pie, it doesn't matter. I'd smash them together and eat that. I'd eat an apple coconut cream pie. Why not? <laughs> that that frankly sounds delicious. <laughs> David is so voracious at, to eat pie that he has made a new kind of double-decker pie, and we support him. Let's get that going. Don't, don't shovel dirt on that dream, Carolyn. <laughs> you know what I am gonna shovel is some ground up cookie crumble. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's easy. You make it even better, right? There we go. What do we call that pie? Delicious. <laughs> <laughs> the delicious pie for eating delicious pie, but still complaining to people about the pie while yeah. eating their pie. Uh, well, I feel like probably yeah, island <laughs> coconut cream pie isn't as good mm. as we'd imagine, right? That's like. They're scraping coconut out of a coconut. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You know, they're, they're putting it on some like, just like bread, wood, or something, and you know, they just uh -huh. imagine it. It's like when you get something like low <laughs> fat or something, you know, like right, like rice crackers or something, and you want them to taste like crackers, but they don't. They never do. Don't lie to me. <laughs> like, like Bangarang and Hook. All those kids were malnourished too, but they're eating delicious rainbow-colored foofy. Yeah, cookies. exactly. They were so malnourished they were hallucinating delicious <laughs> rainbow-colored frosting. Which is funny when these island characters don't always look malnourished. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Where's where where are these actors' commitment to their craft? And that goes for the kid in Hook and for Skipper. <laughs> All the <laughs> does that include Robin Williams? Uh, well, but he, he wasn't yeah, on the island. That's a bit I could he commit was, to. His whole shtick was that he like he left Neverland and got fat, so that was okay. <laughs> the rolls where you have to eat rolls. Yeah. Obligatory. Thank you. I love rolls. Right. I want the rolls where I have to put on weight. <laughs> So yeah, if that introduction didn't tell you, and I don't know why it would have, <laughs> I mean, I'm being purposefully obtuse, this episode, a very special crossover episode, we are crossovering two shows that seem to span history and have lasting impacts, <laughs> even though both of them were only on for three to four seasons. They were, I looked, I was surprised. And both of them featured just really annoying dicks to ruin everything for everybody. That's just most sitcoms. I guess it is when you pull back the lens far enough. And this one also I think is interesting. There's two TV movies that the characters finally get rescued. Post series. Oh yeah, yeah you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true. Standalone TV movies came back to get these shows. So I'm speaking of course right, right? We should do those for a bonus episode sometime. 
that would be fun. So yeah, um, speaking of course of not Saved by the Bell, not a full house featuring the Tanners, but Alf versus Gilligan's Island. <laughs> I don't know if versus is the right term. I think I would like to. Although that would be more entertaining. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think it is pretty much though. I think it is. And yeah, um, we've done one very special episode on Gilligan's Island before, and cue me watching this whole episode waiting for Kirk Douglas to show back up in a loincloth. Kurt Russell, <laughs> baby, baby, baby boy Kurt Russell, yeah. Oh, that's what I mean. But yeah, either of them. I am. I was <laughs> so legitimately well. shocked that we have not done an Elf episode yet. We so. have done. An we've Alf been toying. Well, we did it for Saved by the Bell. No. Oh, that's right. They had a what crossover, too. We, we've already done a crossover. We did the Christmas special, Elf. Why am I not remembering did this? Did we do it? With the little kid who had, it. like, cancer we and was going to die. And there's... We haven't. We did that we one. We thought about it. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh-uh. <laughs> Austin, which side are you on? I don't know anymore. <laughs> you have to pick Mommy's house or Daddy's house. Carolyn picked it as a Christmas episode. What, did I dream I this? I didn't know. Was this like me being in the lawn after not wanting to fill in a hole? Uh-huh. You were in the log and you didn't do the hole, David. <laughs> okay, well, that, yeah. that would fit because I was like, how is this the first Elf episode we've ever done? It wasn't. That makes it, more sense. It is. No, it is. I haven't done it. I've just come really, really close. And we've all thought about it for a long time. Very hard. Are we able to check our backlogs? I have, I'm looking at our backlog, yes. Put the orphans on it. We haven't even got into the episode and we put <laughs> the orphans on our shit. I promise you, David, that I, I would know if I did an elf episode. Well, it's not, it's not tagged under any of the Christmas episodes. And the orphans are very good with their tagging, David. Yeah, but I didn't... The orphans, rather. Didn't... Uh, <laughs> Didn't start tagging right away. No, this is... I, I have a holiday all the way back to episode four. I I told you that this is our first episode. <laughs> I'm just, but I'm, just, I'm really happy for David having that false... Yeah. I'm just perplexed by David's, like, fever dream here. Yeah, David had false memory. We've come so close. I've been a pussy hair away from doing an ALF episode this whole time, and I really almost did the Christmas episode. I haven't. David's still looking. And, and we've always all been ready for it to be about Alf, and we're thinking about Alf, and ready for Alf, and it's finally Alf! And, uh, yeah, pussy hairs, because Alf, he's the mega, the omega, and the alpha. Cat, pussy-eating motherfucker, he's doing it hardcore all the time. And we're finally here, you guys. We're finally here. They're both just still checking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to be thorough. I'm promised. I don't think we have, David. That we have not. David's frozen in a log right now. 20, so 2020, we did uh, Grift of the Magi and Seasonal Beatings. Peep show. Peep show, yeah. 2019 was our All Family Matters Christmas, our parting gift. Oh, Jesus our parting, Christ. Yes, Jesus Christ indeed. Uh, yes. A parting gift to Ryan. 2018. The holiday special. I thought about doing Alf. Yep, and we did. Mm-hmm. And Ryan, that was the mm-hmm. year of Ryan's it's not a Christmas episode. Christmas episode. <laughs> <laughs> Ooga yeah. And I did He-Man and She-Ra. David did Quantum Leap. 
2017 which was legit was the I first remember. year that we each did a christmas episode and that was when carolyn did the metal apocalypse oh yeah uh, and ryan did Wee's playhouse i did married with children and david did the facts of life christmas episode and then 2016 was when we did uh, the Star Wars Holiday Special. It was kind of our, our Christmas. Which was amazing. For that one. That's it, David. No elf. See? I don't know about this. David, <laughs> I promise. Austin's on my team, too. Well, yeah, now that I've checked the, the, the records, I'm totally on your team. <laughs> Well, you worked before, and the records show well, in that. In part as well. because, like I said, I was—I'm sure we've talked about Alf before, but then I—we've I... talked about Alf so yeah. much, you guys. And I think <laughs> it was—I think it's just the the Saved by the Bell episode that. Uh, the, mm-hmm, the... Mm-hmm. I forgot we did actually get him in that one. That one was like the best Saved by the Bell yeah, episode. Marcia, with time, with like the Time Lord Marsha Warfield. <laughs> Right? It was so inspiring. Her outfit was so hot. Well, now I think we know what uh, Christmas episode Carolyn's doing this coming holiday season. I mean, I might, <laughs> but now David might have to for his punishment. Yeah, and Elf was also in our Christmas, or was also in our cartoon All-Stars video, too. But he was animated oh, Elf, yeah, right? I think you're right about that, too. The... So Elf has yeah. been around. He's been present and huge. And I know, like, when Ryan was here, we all talked about when Willie sucked dick for crack <laughs> in an alley. Yes, I do remember that. Let's get that out of the way. That <laughs> that, that happened. There's pictures. We've seen it. We're really excited about it. Or just we acknowledge that it exists. And also, Elf is known for being a famously terrible production to work on. They had to have puppeteers beneath the stage with sticks at all times and there were many holes that the actors could fall into you had to be very careful in the elf set and i understand that um is it paul fusco or fusco willie uh, no the elf the the oh the, the elf actor, like, man voice and, and the puppeteer yes. was kind of a prima donna about the whole thing Aww. he was kind of like super meadow or not method i should say right like mm-hmm. he was like always in character or something yeah it was like a, like oh, don't shit. don't talk to me when the camera's not rolling because that would acknowledge the <laughs> fiction of our world sort of a thing imagine a puppeteer with an ego that's chutzpah. Right? <laughs> yeah and amazing that the people who are always method actors they're always method acting an absolute dickhole <laughs> yeah exactly like, i know no one ever no one is ever like i'm a method actor and it's a nice person yeah just Daniel Day-Lewis. Yeah, Alf, famously troubled, looms large in our minds. We're always thinking about Alf, or we're always ready to think about Alf. And and now we finally, after a hundred years of knowing each other and podcasting <laughs> on somewhat obscure, dated, and mm, irrelevant, it's relevant. Alf's always going to be relevant. I don't think he'll have a reboot like some other things we've touched with our Midas hands. But Alf is relevant to the world. Forever. We all agree. David, what has Alf done for you personally as a living human being? David's busy trying to find our Alf episode. I know! He's not going to get out of the Alf hole and get into this Alf hole, David. What has Alf done for me as a person? I'm. Yeah! Did I stutter? He. Um. Oh, it's lost some scotch on the screen there. <laughs> 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 
taught me how not to be funny, I think, right? Like... <laughs> Well, you aren't funny, so Alf did a really oh, good job. Wow, that hurts. That hurts. <laughs> Alf taught me how to be a bully, which I appreciate to this day. Uh, yeah, no, like, uh, how much did you watch Alf? And yeah, he you hated him even as a kid. <laughs> no, or only now that you're of Alf smart. as a kid. It was just uh... there you go. It's a weird show that when you watch back on it, you're like, it's kind of like, I guess, even uh, the other Tanner family, Full House, where you're like, what's really funny about this? It's just people there, but... <laughs> yes! And this episode asks that. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it gets weirdly meta, but I don't know if it knew it was being meta mm-hmm. at the time, but anyways. Uh... A little. Oh, and we should also say that the main elf man, who Austin na- knows the name of, he was a notorious cokehead, too, and that, what is that, that one movie is kind of about him, with Ben Stiller. Do you guys know it? I can ask the orphans. What? Permanent, permanent Midnight. midnight yeah. That movie is kind of about, well, one of the elf riders. I don't know if it's the main elf rider. Or I mean, I was just going to say, I mean, this is coming out in the tail end of the 80s. I mean, 75% mm-hmm. of the TV we were watching came about because of cocaine, so that's not exactly... Yeah, uh, that's true. Uh <laughs> Thanks, cocaine. <laughs> Thanks for the 80s, cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> I do thank 80s for cocaine. Oh, yeah. David, any other thoughts uh, on I'm Alf? I'm trying to think of what my true thoughts on Alf were, which is... Yeah, think about your true thoughts. I know. Well, I watched it a lot. <laughs> I think as a kid, I thought he was, you know, funny or I was into Alf. I kind of vaguely rem- remember the cartoon. And then I remember yes. the made-for-TV movie that came on, like, two years later. Yes. Just, was it only two? I feel like it's ten. But I'm I just remember you. watching it. I felt like I was still kind of young, but being very confused at what it was. Oh, I felt old and Where, where you were like, now. wait, is this more, t- more ALF TV? Yeah, it's like, this more ALF? Where's the Tanners? It was, like, weirdly serious, but mm-hmm. that's all I remember about it. It was like... There wasn't a lot of laughs, but maybe I was just older and his dick wasn't funny anymore, you know? It didn't have that same, like, yeah, of fuzzy 80s softness and cocaine pastelness. Yeah. And we see this, and I think in the movie, and we see this at, like, the beginning of the credits, where you see, like, Alf full body, like, walking, and that always looks oh, yeah. to me. I was like, wait, Alf yeah, has legs? I don't know about this. Yeah, it's like when Kermit rides a bike, it's just unknown. Yeah. <laughs> well, that one's really good, and this one's just a guy in a suit. Yeah. Like, Kermit, they have, like, two sets of strings. They never put somebody in Kermit, right, or right. else it would look like your nightmare came to life. Mm-hmm. Don't do it. But yeah. Okay. Uh, Austin, what are your true thoughts on Alf, and what has he meant to you as an adult person to this day? Alf is Alf is a weird one for me because I remember watching it as a kid and being fairly into it. Yeah. But I remember absolutely nothing about it. Like I couldn't <laughs> tell. I couldn't name the plot of an Alf. I couldn't tell you the plot of an Alf episode other than like. I don't know, Alf does stuff and annoys Willie. Like, but that's, you know... The, that's all, all of them. them. You just <laughs> named every single well, Alf. Not only does he annoy Willie, but I feel like on several occasions, he costs them a lot of money. Like, I feel like they would be, uh-huh. like, multi-millionaires if it wasn't for Alf. And I have vague memories as a kid of at least thinking that I could do a good Alf voice. <gasps> 
Oh, I want to hear. I don't I know hear. how to anymore. If I and I'm not. <laughs> Maybe you never. And did. I, I fully admit that I just may have been a dumb shit kid that I wasn't doing a good Alf voice, and uh, uh, no one ever called me on it or knew any better because I don't think my parents were watching Alf. But uh, yeah, yeah. I, I I vaguely recall being very into it, but I have no <laughs> recollection of the specifics whatsoever. Oh, man. What I wouldn't give to hear a kid do an elf impression right now. Austin, can you get your kids into elf? He said no. Okay. Yeah. It's hard to get get my kid into anything that I don't, that that he doesn't want to get into right now. I know, right? I can't imagine. But just, like, sneak elf. No, don't do it. He's a terrible influence. You shouldn't. It's not good. The series originally ran from 1986 to 1990, and the TV movie came out in 1996. Did you find our last episode yet, David? No! <laughs> he won't, either. You'd know. Maybe you're thinking of Scorch, who is also a little puppet man, but he is not an elf man. I know Carol does Scorch. have a thing for little puppet men. I do. I do. <laughs> Especially child me was even goonier, but no, maybe I stayed the same amount. So, yeah, Alf has meant a lot to me as a person <laughs> because I liked him as a kid. And then I revisited him as, you know, a, a cynical 20-year-old, and I'm like, what the fuck? Alf is so mean. He's such a dick. He's costing the Tanners thousands of dollars, like David said, routinely. And, like, national security yeah. issues. Yes. Like, why are they putting up with him? And, you know, maybe he gets in the way in the bedroom. We'll see that scene. Maybe maybe Alf is just a huge dick, and he's just, like, a demon from hell sent to haunt Willie and Kate. That's kind of how it feels. Yeah, unlike most of these sitcoms where they have the super annoying character, I always give this one a little bit of a pass because it'd still be pretty yeah. cool to have an alien living with you, even if it was a super annoying one. You'd feel kind of special yeah. and, like, in the know, right? Right, like, if, you, if Joey yeah. on Full House was an alien, you'd be like, well, okay, I get why they're keeping him around. Yeah. <laughs> He's trying really hard. <laughs> I mean, it's an alien. There's a little something-something there. Right? It's like having a cat, kind of, or a dog. Well, you can't have a jerk. cat around like, well, all. Although they do have uh, the cat. He just chases it, right? Right? Yeah. That's some tension that in every scene. That cat's existence must be hell. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, it's already hell for the rest of the Tanners, Alf. 
fucking around. They might explain this in an earlier one, but it's weird that Alf is like, I want to eat cats, even though he's like from a different planet and presumably they don't have cats there. So like, hmm. maybe what they have for sandwiches looks like cats maybe. on Malmac. Yeah, maybe they have something like a, a Malmacian ground fur lizard that is the <laughs> rough equivalent of a cat. And that's why he likes the cats. Yeah, you, you sold me. <laughs> Get Austin some cocaine in an office. He's ready. And a blazer with some shoulder pads. <laughs> yeah, and, and the truth about Alf is I will watch any sitcom with a puppet in it <laughs> for a while. And then in, in my youth, for a long time. And it's so funny looking back. I remember watching this as a kid and just being like, Alf's cool. He does what he wants. And now I look at him like, what's wrong with Alf? Why? <laughs> Turns out when you do what you want, you probably should also respect other people too, right? That's a moral for a different story. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, ultimately very true. And we've discussed previously our feelings about Gilligan's Island. Anybody have anything new to say about that series? Nah. Uh, nothing we won't get into. Three hour mm-hmm. tour. Yeah. yeah, right? So, with no further ado, let's get into Season 2, Episode 2 of Alf Somewhere Over the Rerun, Ballad of Gilligan's Island. Well, we start out and Alf is hanging out with the boy child, Brian, and they're going to watch motherfucking Gilligan's Island. Alf has island fever, he's in a Hawaiian shirt, he's making coconut drinks in the kitchen. Is he drinking booze with those? I think so. One can only assume. Right, right. But then he, like, makes some sort of, like, fake Hawaiian greeting, which I'm pretty sure is racist. Yeah, that's maybe one of the times Alf finds a way to be racist (laughs) in this episode. (laughs) Yeah, he starts out with some fake language, which is not woke, Alf. Yeah, Yeah, Alf, not woke. No, he would not. He's getting canceled. If he was still on, he would be. (laughs) If he wasn't already canceled, he'd be canceled. Can't double cancel Alf, it's double indemnity. The actual cancel of Alf happened already. <laughs> we can all relax. Yeah, and he's drinking what he calls skipper coladas, so I think that has drink. Yeah, it has. And he's just feeling really loose, and he's so amped for watching reruns of Gilligan yeah. Island. Have you ever seen anybody this amped before for anything? <laughs> Never seen anyone this amp for Gilligan's Island, that's for sure. Especially reruns, which seems like an odd thing to get excited about in general. And then, thirdly, I feel like this is a new character trait for him that we never knew before, is that he's obsessed with Gilligan's Island, right? He's, like, really going through a phase. (laughs) Really. Yeah, I mean, I guess at the end they kind of suggest that he just goes through phases of loving certain TV shows, so... If Alf were around today, he'd have a podcast. Yeah. But it's us who has the podcast. In your face, Alf. In it. Yeah, we are feeling the island vibes, and we get to that theme song. It's such a good time. It's just good vibes. It feels kind of synth wave, and then we're like, we look at the mom nude in the shower yeah. with a towel, and she's mad at us. It's all Al POV. I like, remember that know, part being yes. of great interest to me when I was young, too. <laughs> so this is our first instance of, is Alpha sex pervert? <laughs> yes, 
Yes, he definitely yes. is. <laughs> the opening credits every week involved him like filming everybody without mm-hmm. their permission. Well, then he opens up the closet to find the sister, right? Oh, wow. She's hiding in the closet mm, from him. And then she's just like, Alf, I'm on the phone, which he mouths. And then part of me is like, well, if she said that out loud, then the person on the phone would have heard her say it. And then they'd be like, who the hell is Alf? But maybe she just didn't say it out loud. I don't know. I think about these things too much, I think. Who's Alf? He's just this demon that haunts our family. <laughs> well, they're not supposed to it. let anybody know they have an alien life form right? in their house. Yep. So they can't tell anyone about their abuse. <laughs> Yeah, that is quite the abusive relationship that he, like, has convinced him that no one else can know he's even there abusing them. Right? Yeah, he's taken over their whole life. He's got them wrapped around his chubby elf finger. <sighs> yeah, but it's a, yeah. It's a catchy song, though. It's just it's just music, but yeah, you, it gets in your yeah, head. I thought, I thought about it. I was like, oh, we didn't bring this one up. I'm like, yeah, it's all instrumental. It makes it trickier <laughs> to talk about. Right. Someone should make some really cool lyrics for it. I'll think about it. Yeah, Alf this chases all hell. the ladies. Terrorizing the tanners. <laughs> tanners. Dun, 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 dun. And then he chases a cat. You know, the oh, yeah. cat is living in hell. He's going to eat it. So let's see what a bastard Alf is. But it's a smooth jam. I think maybe this... I distinctly remember watching this as a and you know it maybe is maybe isn't but one thing Alf does love also is theme songs because he is singing the Gilligan's theme song really hard with the boy child yeah it's actually before the credits I realized there was yeah he was talking about setting up like the set of Gilligan's Island and then they talked about him having bamboo in his room Right, he bought some furniture. And then he said, well, it wasn't even real bamboo. It was nagaboo or something. And it was Mm -hmm. phrased as a joke, yet I have no idea what the joke was. Ah. Well, I think it's like Nagahide. Yes. That was, it was a play on, it's not real leather, it's Nagahide. So it wasn't real bamboo, it was nagaboo. Is that what he says? Yes. Something like that. It's a bad bad joke. (laughs) <laughs> but, uh, like it's just it's like a poorly constructed one because the the parallel structure is not the same but yes it was a play on the whole real leather versus naga hide thing all right well now i got my answer there you go so yeah that's so, what funny to grow on. <laughs> funny joke yeah, so it's like gilgan and brian the kid they it's yes. they're just finishing up by singing the end theme song right at the top of their lungs mm-hmm. right and pretty off-key. Like, Alf cannot sing, yeah. but he sure does it a lot. <laughs> I don't think Brian does much better. I mean, it's a kid, whatever. But... Yeah. Well, Brian's a kid. Alf is, like, we know it's a weird, sweaty comedian under that puppet, and he should have more. David coming for the, the singing chops of a eight-year-old child actor. Hey, I don't blame the child. I blame the writers and director for having the child sing, you know? You gotta hide people's weaknesses. <laughs> <laughs> or dub it with an obvious dub. Yeah. <laughs> Pull Saved by the Bell. Right. So yeah, they are amped for it, and it just Alf cannot stop his Gilligan madness. He just loves yeah, it. He just well, loves it. He's sucking its dick so hard. Yeah, Brian kind of has Gilligan fever too, because he doesn't want to go to bed now. He's just too jacked up after that exciting episode <laughs> of Gilligan's Island. Right? 
Yeah, see, Austin, Alf gets his children into the shows he likes. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not that I'm not trying. It's a, it's a very... Uh, it's just all the shows Austin like aren't as good as Gilligan's Island is. It's true. It's, it's just, it's a delicate dance. <laughs> <laughs> One day he'll be old enough for Degrassi. Then, then we'll see. Austin doesn't give a shit about Degrassi. <laughs> we, we are a 90210 family thank you very much oh that's right Oops, what, how whether the rest of my family knows it or not <laughs> <laughs> you checked that box in your census already. i sure did <laughs> so then kate comes in and she's the mom she's a sassy redhead who wears purple bathrobes there you can probably picture her if you've ever seen her before Mm-hmm. And Alf likens her to Ginger. Which, I mean, she is a redhead, so it at least is appropriate. Somewhat correct. But she doesn't love the reference. She doesn't love Alf. She seems to openly hate Alf, which I agree with. <laughs> I don't blame her. I mean, we already... Every episode, we see him trying to film her in the shower. So, I mean, like... <laughs> right there, she, that's plenty of hate fuel, right? Right, and then he never does anything that would make her like him. Yeah, exactly. She's totally right. And she takes her child away with Gilligan's Island madness from Alf to go take a bath and go to bed. Mm-hmm. So Alf has to bother a different Tanner, and he bothers Willie, who's just chomping on his wife's sweet, sweet apple pie. Mmm, pie. But just the actual, literal apple pie, because uh, there's no act, there's no loving when Alf's around. We, I think we can establish that pretty quickly. Yeah. Oh, David, that's unless you incorporate Alf. <laughs> <laughs> He's just waiting to be invited, is what it boils down to. I choose celibacy. It's a terrible option. <laughs> <laughs> I choose that for a while but i don't know I you'd don't crack know you'd, you'd let alf it. in <laughs> if that's it <laughs> i mean have they tried murdering alf? <laughs> i know that, that's life. another possibility right <laughs> uh but, fuck mary kill alf 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 so this is yeah. where they get into the conversation where alf just wishes the tanner family was as fun and exciting as gilligan's island basically be like why can't we be as good a sitcom as gilligan's island which is a strange yeah. path to take for this show. Right. To yeah. Openly talk about how other older shows were better. But were they? I know. I mean, no. I mean, yeah. I mean, probably Gilligan's Island is better than Alf. <laughs> Alf, I like it, but it is not very good. I mean, well, I'll say this. If the writers of this show view the epitome of a sitcom as Gilligan's Island, I can see why Alf has ended up as the show Alf is, right? <laughs> yes, Alf is Alf because of Gilligan. Yes. And say by the Bell is Say by the Bell because of Alf and Evtrue. Or whatever the fuck they like. No, yeah. Yeah. And Marsha Warfield. Oh, yes. Thank God she showed up <laughs> with the Time Lord. That was with Alf. That's the best thing that's ever happened. <laughs> What are you doing with my drill? Drilling holes. Want a hit? I suppose this means there's another Gilligan's Island rerun tonight. Yep. 
ship sets sail for that uncharted desert isle momentarily. I think you're overdoing this whole Gilligan thing. Why? Because I'm making a couple of skipper coladas? <laughs> what about the bamboo furniture you ordered for your room? Hey, I sent it back. Was that Nogaboo? <laughs> Be right with you, little buddy. Gotta run, Willie. Gilligan's on. Yeah, you better hurry. If you miss this episode, you'll have to wait three weeks. He needs time for the nuances to soak in. We can soak in in the bathtub. You know, it's people like you who drive quality programming off the air. What kind of pie is that? Apple. Cliché in a crust. Why did you have six pieces of it at supper? The question is, why didn't I have eight? Because it is boring, man! Just like everything else around here! Yeah, speak to me. Gilligan's Island. Why do you think life there is so much more exciting than life in... Oh, let's say this house. Oh, Alf, you have fun here. Sure! When Gilligan's Island is on... That's four hours every day right there. Uh, the fun never stops on Gilligan's Island. Alf, I'm not going to waste my time trying to analyze why you find real life more boring than some ludicrous situation comedy. Just go to sleep. I can't. If you'll let us get some sleep... I promise you, we'll get back to this Gilligan business first thing tomorrow. And maybe, maybe we'll even build you a little lagoon all your own. You'd do that for me? Yes. And then maroon you on the opposite shore. Fine with me. Aloha! <laughs>
Yeah. yeah, maybe they're trying to <laughs> not fall asleep but do whatever else they want to do there. But regardless, whatever they're attempting to do in that room is not happening because Alf is just there mouthing off about how great Gilligan's Island <laughs> this and look, 20-year-old sitcom is. Can I just say, keeping loved ones awake so that I can talk about TV that I like, I feel like this is hitting a little close to home here, too. <laughs> You would never do... Well, at least you are the one who's married, Austin. Yeah, yeah. but there's probably times my wife's like, can you just shut up so I can go to sleep now? <laughs> <'Cause I'm... laughs> but at least it's someone else's wife. It's not someone else's right. wife. Like, she chose you at yeah, some yeah, point. Yeah. She has to handle your worst. <laughs> I was just yeah. thinking about how, like, when my cats keep me up, I just kick them out of the room and close the door. But I guess that mm-hmm. wouldn't work with Alf. He could probably, like, open... I was going to say, you couldn't, you couldn't do that if your cats were waist high and weighed about 110 pounds. <laughs> I know. Uh, I think Alf might weigh, like, 90 pounds. 90? I don't know. I'm not terrible with weights. What do you want from Guess me? what do you think, David? Uh, we have to all guess, because it'll be in the middle of all our guesses. How tall do we think he is? Like, three feet? Uh, I said, like, three waist five. high. That seems about right. Yeah, three feet. So, I would I think he'd be on the low. Yeah, I think he'd be, like, 90 pounds, yeah. Oh, we took Austin's this way down. Okay, yeah. so he's probably like 95 pounds if we get our median. Mm. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, Alf is just interrupting their bedroom, and he's just like a, a jacked-up kid on cocaine talking about dinosaurs. <laughs> <but it's... laughs> now that's hitting close to home for Austin. This is also hitting close. Now, now, I, am, now I am Willie, and Alf is my son talking about dinosaurs instead of going to sleep. <laughs> that's... That's what life is like. Well, at least it's your offspring and not just an invader from space. <laughs> not just an alien pet that I've adopted forcefully no <laughs> against reason. my will. It's like having Elf around would suck, but think of how much it'd expand your like concept of the universe if like sentient aliens who could just travel to Earth existed and wanted to hang out with you, you know? And all they wanted to do was watch reruns of Gilligan's Island. I mean, it'd be stupid, but it'd also be like fascinating on a scientific level, right? right? Plus, it would make me feel like there's a place for me out in the wider universe. Exactly. <laughs> well, with the way the alien reports are going, be careful what you wish for, you guys. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> Might get abducted by podcast nerd aliens. So this yeah, is, everyone's this is afraid where... of, like, aliens coming to Earth to, like, destroy us or, like, anal probe us, but... No one ever thinks about the fact that they might just want to, like, be house guests that don't pay rent and uh, just talk our <laughs> ear off at night. Yeah. Like, like, ass. Yeah, well, what's the true horror here, you know? <laughs> I, you know, a bad roommate is one of the worst feelings. Yeah. Uh, can we maybe do that? Can Earthlings start going to other planets and just not paying rent? Because yeah. that sounds like a good plan for yeah, our like, generation. Yeah, maybe, like, maybe some other planet has, like, creatures on their world that are the equivalent of like tacos on our planet and we can just chase them yeah we'll go to that planet and they'll just be aliens that'll be like twice as tall as us and we can just spy on them trying to see them nude yeah. also i'm not i'm not sure that uh, everyone is afraid of the anal probing right david <laughs> <laughs> sure i don't even know <laughs> no you're the expert on this not a doctor it's to you. See, yeah. So, yeah, Alf. Alf. This is where things get Alf. a little meta, right? Because Al- Alf mm-hmm. talks about, you know, he's prattling on about this episode where someone came to the island and did something, and then 
they they point out to him that every episode involves someone coming to Gilligan's Island, and then some complex sequence of events ha- occurs in which the uh, the newly arrived character manages to get off the island to not appear again. Yet the main cast remains stuck on the island, and Alf's like, "Huh, I must have overlooked that pattern." That was a pretty good. Yeah. Album. <laughs> <laughs> You started. Yeah. You got it. Yeah. Well, we'll get there. Yeah, they discussed that trope of Gilligan and how it happens Gilligan and again and Gilligan. Mm-hmm. I see what you did there. See it? Yep. I was waiting. <laughs> so Alf can't believe there's kind of a formula to this. And you know what I thought? They told him to go to fuck to bed. And they shut their door on him. And I thought Alf was going to have a dream sequence right now. And we could finally get to the island. It does take a surprisingly long yeah. period of time to get to the, like, meat of this crossover. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah, kind of the... T- no. It, it was kind of weird because it's a crossover with a show that was over by that point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and second, well... Yeah, we can... Well, I guess I started so I can go on. Like, <laughs> it's just... Episode truly a crossover because a it's brief enough that you almost feel like it could be a cameo. B the show has been over for so long, and then C it's a dream sequence instead of like the actual True. characters existing in the same world, you know. But true, true. So I am the one who fucked up the theme. Now you guys can go crazy. <laughs> I'm not even would... criticizing because this is uh, what we do. I we know, evaluate the minutia of this bullshit, but you know. Yeah. And we fuck up the themes. I love doing that. I mean, this <laughs> isn't like a Ryan Small Wonder Christmas episode <laughs> thing going on here. Ooga mooga, ooga mooga. <laughs> I mean, David, you are you are not wrong that this doesn't fall into a specific definition of a crossover episode but if we're speaking broadly about uh, a tv show where characters from another show appear in character on that show it it's a crossover in that regard like, yeah i mean it's not you know, yeah, like out... it's more of a question i'm proposing not a yeah, definitive okay. fair, fair <laughs> enough, yeah. statement of this isn't a crossover i'm like well sure i generally have these when I think of a crossover, these are the things that occur, and then yeah, because it's certainly not like on the level of you know crossover episodes where like the the story literally continues from one right. yeah 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 Buffy shows up on Angel in one episode, and then in the next episode of Angel Buffy is there to or next episode of Buffy Angel's there following up on plot lines from the previous episode kind of thing yeah right, and this one isn't even in canon; it is a dream. Right, right. But it still counts. But no, we don't dream about it tonight. We don't dream about it right now. We wake up, we have a whole breakfast. Alf still has Gilligan's fever. And it seems like something's going bad with the Tanner's water. Yeah. Yeah. I like how they even act, like, surprised at this point. Like, they they seem to be (laughs) questioning who might be responsible for this water shortage. There's another wacky shenanigan happening in our house. Who could possibly be behind this? Like, if I'm the Tanners and, like, the power goes out, I'm immediately blaming Alf. And it could just be, like, the power Uh, going out (laughs) from the power supply. But Alf's getting an earful first, I can guarantee you that. It kind of feels like uh, the Tanners in that earlier scene doth protest too much when they were given Alf shit for not recognizing the... The patterns in Gilligan's <laughs> Island episodes, and then the next morning they're like, 
oh, some strange circumstances befuddling us. Well, what could possibly be causing this? <laughs> and isn't that how it goes? Like, we can all see our neighbor's problems, mm. but we can't always see our own <laughs> tiny patterns that we're stuck in. Alf's very deep. Yeah, I suppose. Actually. And Alf's extra deep right now because, surprise, he made a lagoon in the tanner's backyard. <laughs> I, I do kind of love the like pure selfish inness um yeah. and like not thinking through the consequences or ramifications of all like I'm just gonna dig a big hole and then dump the like water that goes to our house into that hole so that I can have a lagoon because <laughs> I like this TV show. And it's like <laughs> it's like it's like that's what's fuck, Al. You got what's fuck. And some of it's like when I think of Gilgan's <laughs> Island I don't know how far down the list of things that make me think of it is Lagoon. Right, right. Well, like, yeah, if they didn't bring it up, I wouldn't have thought yeah, of it. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, I yeah. guess there's like a lagoon in Gilligan's Island just because there's like everything on Gilligan's Island. But Right, so as if you told me there's a lagoon, I'd be like, sure, that makes sense. <laughs> but I wouldn't automatically assume like... there's a lagoon. Like, it's not Gilligan's Lagoon. Yeah, it's not a staple of Gilligan's Island, right? <laughs> Right. Maybe, I don't know. I, don't, I haven't watched a lot of it. Maybe I'm a... Well, Alf couldn't like make the whole rest of the world water to make the Tanner's house an island, so I think he was settling for like, <laughs> in his defense. Yeah, the Willies, the Willies and Kate are just so pissed off about this effing lagoon in their effing backyard. OMG. I mean, why wouldn't you be? I mean, <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. And so then the uh, the the teenage daughter comes out to earn her paycheck for this episode. Get that check. Well, yeah, well, this is after they yell at him, and then they tell him he has to fill in the hole, basically. Fill it in. You know, basically, don't come back into this house until it's filled in. Well, well, Willie's like, I want my grass back, and I want to be able to mow it. I'm like, well, that's going to take, like, a couple months now, because you're (laughs) you're going to have to That's going to take years. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. Alf has done some serious damage. Yeah. The tree is gone. Oh, yeah. And there's also a point where Willie ends up in la- the lagoon to be oh, yeah, curious. Oh, yeah, yeah. We get some uh, physical comedy there of him falling in, slipping, trying to get out. Yeah, I mean, that's Chekhov's lagoon. You don't turn yeah. your backyard into <laughs> lagoon and then not, like, push your uptight foil of the main character into that lagoon. Mm-hmm. She's, you know, these sitcom writers aren't dummies. Yep, so then Willie says he's going to murder Alf. If he doesn't fill in the lagoon. No, he doesn't, but he should. But he just kind of threatens him. I do need to see them get physical because I do need (laughs) to see how they stack against each other. (laughs) If I was Willie, I would say, Alf, you thought you dug a lagoon, but you really dug your own grave. (laughs) (laughs) And then I would have murdered him and thrown him in the lagoon and filled it, you know? I was thinking about that part for the Gilligan Island, so I absolutely agree with you, and I think it happens twice yeah, here. Yeah, they do try to make him dig his own grave, too, but, you know. <laughs> exactly, they do. It seems really ominous, because Skipper is no nonsense. But see, what would happen is, you'd, you'd get that thing where Willie kills Alf in a yes. way that would kill a human. Finally. But then it doesn't affect Alf, because he's mm. not human. Like, he snaps, it, right. he snaps his neck or something, and then Alf like wakes up and then comes after Willie because that's not where his <laughs> neck is on Melmachians or something like that. Malnecks. I like your episode, Austin. Here's more cocaine. That's really good. 
if <laughs> right <laughs> if we just did that one episode then we would know why willie suffers under alf for the whole rest of yeah. the 99 episodes mm-hmm. total mm-hmm. that there are but we don't know he, and willie seems frail i think we all agree that he's not a particularly strong looking dad <laughs> no he looks like the stress of alf is is eating him away from the inside yeah <laughs> Are you suggesting he, he may have looked the same age as his wife when before Alf showed up? <laughs> that he was robust. <laughs> Barrel-chested and Alf is just sucking his life force in an alley. <laughs> now he looks like his wife's grandpa, but you know. idea that you can leave this room. Alright, Al, the fun's over for tonight. Hey, if you need some excitement, you know where to look. Where's that? Wherever you hear this song, just sit right back and you'll hear a tale, a tale of a fateful trip that started from a tropic port aboard this tiny ship. Willie, there's something wrong with the bathtub. Al, what are you? Willie, it's a little slippery. Mom! Surprise! (laughs) Well, what do you think? I don't believe it. Willie's swimming in the lagoon I built. It's just like the one on Gilligan's Island. From now on, life around here will be much more exciting. (laughs) See? It's exciting already. How would you like to be buried at sea? What? Don't try to worm your way out of this one. You said we'd build a lagoon. I said we'd build a little lagoon, not the great Tanner Wheeler. Okay, okay, I misunderstood. I'm sorry. I made a boo-boo. A boo-boo? I want my yard back the way it was. I want trees I can trim. I want grass I can mow. No water. No pots. And you are going to stay right here until I get it. Have I made myself clear? What? Are you talking to me? (laughs) Have you ever had to cover your dreams with a big pile of dirt? Well, I once had to bury my pet turtle. 
So, yeah, Alf has to fill the pit. The teenage daughter, whose name is Lynn, comes to get her paycheck, and Alf kind of tries to Tom Sawyer her into paying a fence. <laughs> Tom Sawyer, you tricked me. This is less fun than previously indicated. Uh, well, what's funny is they do this, but it's almost like they're being thematic because what Alf wants isn't as fun as he thinks it'll be, right? Mm, maybe they are. Maybe it's intentional. There's some themes. I, I again, I, I I felt for Elf when she's like, you know, well, you dug the hole in you know half a night or whatever. He's like, yeah, but I wanted to do that. I'm like, yeah, I I hear you, Elf. I hear you, Elf. That's. Uh, I would hope that after the people who take care of you, you destroy their lawn, you'd also want to make things right with them. But maybe not. Maybe I overestimate you, Elf. I I mean, speaking more generally, the concept of like, yeah, you know, definitely. you can. You know, you can do the things you want to do. You can find the energy and put the effort into it. The things you don't want to do is like, ah, I can't do that. Right. Yeah. I don't know. They should just do it into a koi pond at this point. Like, try something, guys. Yeah. You're stuck with a lagoon. <laughs> well, that's where it's like, I don't know what Alf's end game is. Obviously, he didn't have one. But I'm like, I feel like to create a real lagoon, you get more than just a pit with water in it. I think it's not going to last very long. You know? Yeah. <laughs> So we come back and Alf is singing a worker song while he's slapping my. Are we, we going to talk about the turtles? Oh, yeah, you're right. The, the teen daughter's there. And Austin, what is Alf finding while she's there? Well, she's like, oh, something about digging up the yard. And she's like, you know, oh, I buried my, my turtle out here. And then he says, he's like, oh, and you get the impression that like he, he found a, a dead turtle, you know, in the ground sort of mm-hmm. thing. And then he asks, you know, oh, was it from Carson City or something like that? And she says, no, it was from this place. He's like, oh, it must have been Brian's. And I'm just trying to, like... No, she says, oh, then it's all right. That's Brian's or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So did they buy, like, branded turtles? Yeah, I don't know. Is that a thing where you, like, label the shell or something? (laughs) They, like, stamp the shell. Yeah, who knows how they would know. And then uh, are the tanners just like low key turtle serial killers? And then, at, and then at the end Tonight of that, they dine on turtle soup. Alpha, uh, <laughs> he looks to the camera and says, "Sick transit Gloria Mundi." Yeah, what? Which is a, is a Latin phrase that means Help. "thus passes the glory of the world." Whoa, the world yeah. Elf? like this, not with a bang, but with a turtle. Wow. Yeah. Which that was just a weird random yeah. ass moment they threw in that episode. <laughs> so weird that they're like being pretentious. Like sometimes Alf uses like a five dollar word and you know he's so proud of himself. Yeah. And then Alf also makes the metaphor I like about sometimes you just have to take your dreams and shovel over them with a big pile of dirt. <laughs> that one hits a little close to home. <laughs> yeah, I felt that one. Speaking, speaking truth to us <laughs> we're all alf you guys <laughs> yeah and alf finally passes out still with shovel in hand mm-hmm. and now 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 we're paying off the promise of the premise we wake up with alf with a coconutty drink his hawaiian shirt and we wake up not in a lagoon not in a bullshit backyard lagoon in the tanner's house but in gilligan's mother fucking Set. 
Set of Gilligan's Island, and guess who's on? Well, he's looking at the lagoon, and who's across the lagoon? Two guys. <laughs> Gilligan and the skipper too. <laughs> now, was it just me? And I have no idea if they're in front of a live studio audience or this is all fake piped-in stuff. But I feel like we needed a bigger reaction for Gilligan and the Skipper being there, right? Like, we needed some real cheers and woos going on. There was a decided yeah. lack of woos. That, yeah. is, uh, that is for sure. The woos you had were what you carried with you. Did you not feel your heart <laughs> lift when you saw Tom Denver? Like, they're, they're very nonplussed. And it wasn't like a surprise to the audience, which I feel like it should have been. So I don't know what happened with the production or anything. I think we might. We might not have an audience at all because you know it was so hard to set up the sets. But those puppet holes. But then you gotta pipe in those like the giant crowd reaction, you know. That's true. Just get some from Say by the Bell. They had some big ones. And then every time another of the actors show up, then you need another big cheer because oh no, another one is here. It is piping some of the wooing from that one time that Zach shook Kelly's hand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it would come well, off really well, horny. Well, it's different woos. You don't want the romantic woos. You don't want to see Gilligan and hear a I want the romantic I woos do. now. Like, I want everyone to get horny. I about feel like Gilligan and Skipper are our own romantic woos. <laughs> every time uh, the Skipper hits Gilligan over the head with a hat, it's like. <laughs> Yeah, guys, we got to do the woos because they couldn't afford it. It got pretty quiet in Gilligan's Island. Yeah. Maybe they were doing that intentionally to make it seem more like sitcom hell. Yeah, hey guys, maybe. I, I feel bad saying this, but uh, mm. oh boy, did they look old. Yeah. Actually, the skipper kind of looked Bro. the same age to me. I don't know. He did, but... but uh, he did, uh, but in like an eerie way. Yeah, I yeah, like sold. He's looped back around to looking like his <laughs> younger self. Mm-hmm. Oh, was, yeah. Wait. So the skipper is old, the chubby yeah, and he one. Yeah, he was an older character on the show, anyway. So that yeah feels more fitting. But yeah, Bob Denver is looking old. And, yeah. And yeah. Gilligan's the one in the little hat, the skinny, funny guy, and he he looks old but young too. I mean, they don't look bad. No one looks bad, but they they just look. How old. many years has this? been since like their show 20, was on. Right? 23 because there's there's, the, good there's the joke about how the skipper hasn't had a bath in 23 years oh they were being accurate that that's gotta feel good according to the cracked research team that is an accurate representation of how long it's been since the series finale of gilligan's island mm-hmm. which really does that's I mean, pretty impressive it tells you something about I mean, for as much as we gave Alf crap for being excited about watching reruns of this old sitcom, <laughs> like, this is 23 years after the show went off the air, and 
the people involved in the making of this episode are like, you know what's going to put eyes on our show? Gilligan's Island. I mean, to be fair, we all know it, right? Right. I mean, it's, it's, yeah. It's true. But it's a little unrealistic. Like, who would talk about shows from 23 years ago? <laughs> Freaks and weirdos. That's all I know. Yeah, that's true. I like to think about Can it. Can we... Is now the right time to just talk about, like, what a psychosexual nightmare Alf Snow's is? <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, when I was yeah. growing up, his nose always just reminded me of... Cinnabon, it's like cinnamon buns. So it, it, that's the most optimistic smell I can imagine for Elf Snows. That's best case scenario. So I always kind of just wanted cinnamon rolls or something. Now, now I'm picturing David getting horny over cinnamon rolls. <laughs> I'm picturing David like deep throating Alf's proboscis. I'm like, this doesn't taste like cinnamon at all. Picture it all you want. It would be delicious. Alpha, he's like trying to bite him like a baby. Terrible. What are you doing, David? Oh. <laughs> it's not good uh, either. It's tough. I try. It's, it's hard to I to really get it. Um, I know it's there. I want to hear you do it as a child. Often. I do too. So go back in I time. I kill myself. <laughs> I kill myself. That's <laughs> um, <laughs> it. You it That still feels a little yeah. off. I don't know. You were there. You, you'll be there. Uh, yeah. Uh, Fucking out. His nose always made me think of the rainbow bright bad guy mm-hmm. who had the mm-hmm. big nose that like Murky yeah. and Lurky, who is the number one. Thank you for bringing it up. Most penisy <laughs> motherfucker to ever grace the screen. Like Lurky is a balls with a dick nose, and then he is balls. It's it's crazy. Well, I remember being a kid looking at that and thinking about dick and balls, but not knowing what those were. But I'm like, <laughs> pointing at the screen, Leonardo DiCaprio, like, that's something. That's, that's, <laughs> that's something. I'm a little turned on, a little weirded out. Things are, yeah. I don't know what's going on here. I feel horny, but also like I want to laugh. I'm not sure what's happening. Right. <laughs> I just want to like get a big whiff of that and see where it is. And I don't think it's gonna be cinnamon rolls. I think it's gonna be like crazy bread. <laughs> I mean, crazy bread would be good too. Yeah, crazy bread breadsticks. Yeah. yeah, that's what I, that's my best case. And the, but maybe extra yeasty. I don't know. I don't know. But it's and it also looks like a a dick with warts on it. When you see the warts. Yeah. That's when you're like, hold on, Alf, maybe I shouldn't deep throat your whole face. <laughs> I guess I never noticed the warts, but you know. You gotta look for those, David. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, uh, I thought it was funny, too, how Gilligan and Skipper, old-ass, young-ass motherfuckers that they are, when they saw Alf, they weren't startled at all by this furry little alien. Well... When you're Gilgan and the Skipper, like, what haven't you seen at this point, right? right? I guess. They probably had aliens land on that island at one point yeah, in some true. episode. I, mean, <laughs> I don't know. I don't think so. But maybe. They did have globe trotters. They had a yeah. lot of other guests. And they do make lots of jokes about that in this episode, which is fun. So Gilligan and Skipper are doing all kinds of fish play and hat play and just mm-hmm. bonking each other on the head. I mean, it's basically and Gilligan's it- Island. Right? And Alf is just laughing his dick off. He cannot handle it. He loves it. So much. Like, kind of a weird choice for Alf to love another show this much, because it does make me wish we were watching just Gilligan's Island. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it is weird, because, yeah, he's just wa- yeah, he's laughing his ass off, and it's like, 
I guess, like, it feels meta where, like, the elf creator just wishes his show was more like Gilligan's Island, right? Right. And his laugh kind of seems fake, too. Mm. So it's like, why aren't they insulted? They should they should try their strength against Alf, too. Maybe the two of them could fell him. I bet. Do you think? <laughs> <laughs> We're going to fight between Alf and a trillion lions. <laughs> Just one lion. <laughs> you one think one lion would be enough for Alf? Yeah, but we've never seen his strength. I think Alf is an unstoppable killing machine, I'll be honest. Mm. I don't want. I don't want to be the first to test him. Like I would let Willie go first because no big loss. Keep in right? mind, he continually <laughs> says he kills himself, yet he's never dead. <laughs> I kill myself. <laughs> he's there. my shovel. Skipper, can I fish too? It's Gilligan. The skipper too. Shh, Gilligan, you scare the fish. You scared the fish. Gilligan's Island. I'm in rerun heaven. Did I catch a big one? Gilligan! Skipper, what happened to your hat? You're using it for bait. <laughs> I'll get it back to you, Skipper. Don't worry. You idiot! Anywhere near Bora Bora? Ah, ah, you guys never stop! Hey, hey, where are the others? What others? The others, you know. The millionaire and his wife. The movie star. Hey, wait a minute. How do you know about all of us? Hey, wait a minute. How do you know about all of us? I just said that, Gilligan. I thought it sounded familiar. Get tired of it. Skipper? Oh, lunch is ready. Let's see. Come on, Alf. So, yeah, uh, the Gilligan and the Skipper just pretty much adopt him immediately. They know the drill. If they don't take in the guest star, then they get canceled. But then Marianne shows up at some point, and and there is not a big enough woo. Yeah, party, and right. a distinct lack of woos there as well, or cheers. Let's or whatever. all do it, you guys. Woo! <laughs> 
And then she said, like, he, they're like, oh, look, Alpha showed up. And then she says, how come everyone can get to this island, but we can never get off? And then I never thought about the horror of being stuck on an island with Marianne and Ginger, but never being able to get off. <laughs> right? <laughs> That's for Gilligan. And then I know why she can't get off is because it's just the skipper and Gilligan. <laughs> the professor. He's kind of... He was... We'll see him in a minute. Yeah, yeah, wasn't he hunky? He's kind of hunky. He's hunky if you want the brainiac type. Because yeah. he's just... Well, everybody else is just a man for comedy. And he's just... He's got a yeah, jawline he's... and he's dependable. So <laughs> great. I mean, he's the the... In terms of, like, pure physicality, he's the hunkiest male on the show. Austin gets it. Do you think he could murder Alf? I hope so. Can he get a contraption to murder Alf? Yeah, did, could yeah. he science Alf away in some he way? he create, like, a coconut <laughs> robot that would kill Alf. <laughs> uh, yeah, because, I mean, Thurston Howell is rich, but he's old. And Skipper well, and, and Gilligan are in this, like, bumbling duo thing. So, yeah, it's, it's the professor, man. Yeah, he doesn't have a girlfriend, right? A, probably a computer girlfriend, but it's fine. He's got a coconut. <laughs> coconut wife. Yeah, so so Marianne's there. She looks great. I think she gets the looks the best award out of all these olds, if we're giving one out. Yeah. So good for her. <laughs> totally. Yeah. She gets to put a metal lampshade on it. How come they can't get off? Stuck on the island. Yeah. But anyways, it's time for lunch. And that's Alf's favorite thing, is Marianne and lunch. So this is a great day for that fuzzy little beast. Because mm, he gets to have some of that. Well, they, she doesn't make coconut cream pie anymore, and he wanted it, right? Yeah, right. he wanted does some, not of, get her pie. some of Marianne's mm-hmm. sweet, sweet coconut cream pie. <laughs> I don't think any of us can hold that against it. Yeah, no, no, I would eat some. It's the most relatable. Well, actually, Alf's been very relatable, which paints us as assholes, you guys. <laughs> 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 so then we go to lunch, and the professor's there. Thank God, a mm-hmm. hunk. Finally. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't get a. He's just kind of there in the scene. He doesn't even like get an introduction at all. He's there, and everyone's just, like, cool with it. And they allude to Ginger, and a little later on, Alf says he's going to go play tennis with the Thurstons. So they mention the people that they can't have. Yeah, but, but he also has to point... dig in a giant hole, and I feel like we knew there was two dead turtles in the previous one, so I'm like, there might be two dead uh, people in this hole. Let's put it that way. <gasps> oh! A lot of digging, a lot of covering up. Yeah, I mean... So according the to howls were pretty old at that point. You yeah, know. they should be dead. We all <laughs> hope they're dead. According to the crack research team, they only got four of the seven castaways because Tyne Louise, the actress who played Ginger, apparently said she would never play Ginger again after the series ended or something. Oh, good for her. That's something like dignity. Uh, <laughs> Jim Backus, who was Thurston Howell Third, was too sick to play him at this point. <gasps> he was dying, David. Mm. Do you feel bad? Yeah, I should, shouldn't I? And then, quote, <laughs> it would have made no sense to have Mrs. Howell without Mr. Howell. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, that mm. seems like a bit of editorializing on the part of our gruel orphans. 
Uh, and also, mm. why not? Like, you, or, or just sexism on the part of the writers, right? Right, right. Like, uh, ladies and wives don't have their own lives often. Yeah. They just <laughs> like, are defined by their husbands. You couldn't have Mrs. Howell be like, you know, yeah, my husband is playing golf on the in the lagoon right now or something. And, he's he's taking a shit, yeah. which I call playing golf. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> no, that's good. Here's more cocaine. That's great. <laughs> Yeah, at this point we've got woo, we've got four. <laughs> we have to bring our own moves today, you guys. Mm-hmm. At this point, we've got four of the main cast members, and it kind of felt like, oh, oh, how many more are we getting? Yeah. But that's none, it. none more, none more, none, no, no, no more. None more. They couldn't even get a coconut pack. <laughs> but yeah, they have a pretty good lunch, except for the characters allude to how much of a living hell they're in and how they're not happy. They're bored. They've been doing the same shit for 30 years and nothing ever works because of each other's personal failings. Gilligan. Yeah, yeah. kind of close. <laughs> no, just one there. person's personal oh. failings. <laughs> yeah. Because they pretty much harp on the professor for not being able to get them off and he's like... Rude. <laughs> off the island. And, uh... <laughs> and it's like... And then he just brings up they probably would have been off the island like a hundred times by now if it wasn't for Gilligan, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's tough because it's it. like, on the one hand, you're the professor. You can't like professor up a way to get off the island. On the other hand, he made you a fucking coconut TV. Yeah. Take what you can get, but at the same time, if he can make a coconut TV, you're telling me you really can't come up with a way to get him off the island? A, a, a <laughs> Gilligan-proof way to get them off the island? <laughs> the only Gilligan-proof way to get him off the island is the only Alf or way to deal with Alf <laughs> in the end. You know what? Yeah. Yeah. Fair. I think the rest of them could totally overtake Gilligan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like... Could just sit on him for one episode, and if he dies, he dies. If he makes it, hooray. But don't let him on the raft. You know he would fuck that up, too. Yeah. Yeah, this is a very meta. It's kind of the finale climax of the Gilligan sequence, because we didn't want to pay these actors for long. Yeah, <laughs> apparently. Yeah, because then they say, we're sick of you, Alf. You have to go dig this hole we have. Yes, that's the best part. Um, before that, we have a little bit more, like, um, Skipper calls Gilligan little buddy, and he says, I'm 40 years old. <laughs> and uh, they talk about how the professors made them a TV and also a VC. I like their bamboo VCR, yeah. But all of their tapes are beta. Uh, and, and I and I feel like even when this episode aired, that was probably a tired joke. <laughs> Yeah. Right, right. And now it's kind of retro, but still good. Yeah. Still tired. But then Alf, once again, does not want to fill in a hole. So he goes and then goes back and they're watching the TV. So we actually see the coconut TV. Yeah. Right. And they're watching their favorite show, like what? Dun, dun, dun. The Adventures of the Tanner. <laughs> no, not those Tanners. Yes. Yeah. Those tanners. And it's a really meta black and white bamboo TV experience of what the family's life would be like without the curse of Alf. Except they say, like, oh, this episode is titled Brian Takes a Bath, which just does not <laughs> seem kosher for a sitcom to have. Like, yeah, this 10 year old mm-hmm. takes a bath is their episode. <laughs> That's true. We really put the camera in the bathroom in this household, <laughs> don't we? It's not quite safe. Yeah, and at 
that when they make Alf go dig the hole, I really did think they were going to make him go dig his own grave. So. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you're, you're all before that. Right? <laughs> Get in there with the Harlem Globetrotters. <laughs> <laughs> they don't have enough fresh food to go around, so how do you think they're surviving this Yeah, long? exactly. And Alf can't believe it. Everyone likes watching the Tanner show. This is the only time the Gilligan's cast members are happy mm-hmm. when they watch the Tanners have a bath, because like Austin said, Skipper hasn't had a bath in 23 years since the finale of the original series, apparently. Is that, like, some sort of metaphor for, like, the world where, like, we all live in shit, but we're happy because we can just watch some shows on the boob tube? I mean, that's pretty relatable. There's David taking shots at me again. (laughs) (laughs) We are coming for everyone in Austin in particular. And Kate makes a pie, and that apple pie looks so good, and everyone wants a slice. And maybe, maybe the watching it on TV makes Alf appreciate how good he yeah. had it back home. Perhaps the grass is greener on the other side. <laughs> <laughs> I kill myself. <laughs> yeah, I will say, like, I think that's the idea, you know, the grass is greener. Right. But at the same time, I don't know if anybody needs to learn the lesson that actually being trapped on a deserted <laughs> island is not as fun as the Gilligan <laughs> Island sitcom. <laughs> yeah, as long as you focus on the generality of the lesson, it's okay. As long as you realize <laughs> yeah. what they're using as a specific, it all kind of falls apart. You're like, I'm shocked. I'm shocked being on, trapped on a deserted island for 20 years is not fun, and in fact, it's boring. And yeah, you probably eat the same thing every day. In fairness, this is before Survivor came out and gave us that realism. Yeah, yeah. Such and realism. Here's an, right, right, right. <laughs> Point where we get very meta when Willie Tanner says something about giving his kid a bath. All the Gilligan's Island people crack up and Alf's like, wait, why was that funny? Indeed, Alf. Indeed. <laughs> Oh, Alf is putting his own show on blast. There we go. At least he had the bravery to do it. Yeah, so around this time, he, like, wakes up soon, right? Yeah, so pretty much, like, Willie starts breaking the frame, and he addresses Alf directly, and he's like, Hey, Alf, go fuck yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Look how much happier we are without you. Right? It's like, it's a wonderful life. They're doing so much better now. <laughs> so then Alf decides that he really does want to go home. Mm-hmm. What does he do? He crawls into the hole with his Mai Tai. How does he, he just starts clicking his heels. I feel like back. he starts digging or something and starts yelling. And then he, like, wakes up because Willie's like, what the hell's going on out here? And he wakes up out back on the lawn. And he's like, Willie, what are you doing here? And he's like, right? I came to he check on you. He wakes up in the hole. Yeah. He's like, thank you so much. He's like, it wasn't far. I yeah, was like, it took minimal effort anymore, and I would have not given a shit. You feel like for a, you feel like for an alien life form that's um, trying to evade notice by anyone outside <laughs> of the Tanner family. Alf spends a proportionately large amount of time in the open air backyard. Mm, they're lucky they don't have a Wilson for that Alf. Right? Yeah. Yeah, they are very lucky. They're like, I mean, how how long before someone like 
looks into the yard and is like, hey, there's a fuzzy penis monster in that hole in your backyard. <laughs> 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 I saw him eating the neighborhood's cats. Fair. If you saw a fuzzy penis monster in your neighbor's backyard, don't you just not ask questions? You know, you're like, <laughs> they're just living their life the way they want, you know. <laughs> Love is love. We don't judge. Kids, if you see a fussy penis monster in your neighbor's backyard, just leave him be. That's one to grow on. Is that the lesson we're taking? I don't know. I don't know. I got the feeling you people aren't happy. We're not. We're bored. You know, we've been doing the same thing day in and day out for 23 years. Yeah, how would you like to listen to the skipper's boring old Navy stories over and over and over? I thought you liked my Navy stories. I was a good sailor. Oh, we're all familiar with your nautical record, Skipper. You're, uh, 0-1, I believe. <laughs> well, you guys should be grateful. You're here on Gilligan's Island. Are you kidding? Why, we'd be out of here in a minute. If Smarty Pants over here could figure out a way for us to get off this rock... Don't blame me. Every time I devise a plan, it's ruined by that hebatudinous sidekick of yours. Hebatudinous? Adulpated. Oh. Well, you can't call my little buddy Adulpated. Will you stop calling me little buddy? I'm in my 40s for crying out loud. Stop it! What was that for? Yeah, I just felt like it. You people are supposed to be funny and friendly and and wacky. This is our island. You can't tell us when to be wacky. Yeah, who died and made you a <laughs> What am I digging here? One thing I did appreciate is because the elf gets all mushy, like, you know, oh, I've decided, you know, I'd rather be here than Gilgan's Island. Then when he's like, good, yeah. you can come in when you're done filling this hole. <laughs> Yeah, Willie's not having it. And Alf, he lays it on thick hair. There's some good lines. Alf is like, adventure is in in some uncharted island. It's right here in your backyard. Mm -hmm. And he's like, go dig the hole, Alf. Yeah, that's kind of the platitudes that annoyed me as a kid, though. I'm like, no, I think adventure's on an uncharted island. (laughs) My backyard's pretty well explored and kind of boring, actually. Well, make a lagoon. (laughs) Yeah, and then and then and then he's like, "Well, you, while your mindless treacle was sweet, Alf, it doesn't fill up the hole. So get that ass <laughs> back in the fields." So Alf doesn't get away with it. Yeah. He does still have to undo some of his damage. Although I don't think he's gonna be a particularly skilled landscaper at some point. <laughs> you're going to need help. Yeah, I mean, maybe Willie's plan is just to get him to like do work to like as penance more more than actually fix the issue, right? This is hell. This is hell for the Tanners. It's <laughs> hell for the Alf. He's not even happy. He's happier, but he's not happy. He had, like, a girlfriend and shit on Malmac, if we're to believe the cartoon show. Yeah, yeah. If so, we go, and then he's having dinner, and he's appreciating all the food. Yes, he loves the Tanners for the first time all over again. Yeah, and he's eating the mom's meatloaf. And I just... That's a big loaf time. I yeah. had a question... Is meatloaf good? No. <laughs> uh, it can be. Have, I haven't had one in like 20 years, probably <laughs> since I was watching ALF. I don't think I've eaten it as an adult. Have you eaten it lately, Austin? Oh, yeah. My wife makes a pretty mean meatloaf. 
I bet you have a good Midwestern. Well, you got to say it's good, it. though. No. Right. But I've also <laughs> had, I'm trying to think. Uh, not... Would you rather eat the meatloaf on 90210, Austin? Uh, oh, yeah, totally. Um, <laughs> Lucky's 13. I had a meatloaf sandwich from Lucky's 13 mm. not that long ago, and it was damn delicious. Yeah. I kind of want to try it now again. Had, like gravy and like fried onions on the top, and mm-hmm. sitting on a mm-hmm. big thick slab of bread that soaked up all the gravy and stuff. It was great. I'm but just, that I've said, obviously David, never had it since yeah. thirty years ago, and never craved it once since. I can tell you. That. I can certainly say that it is an easy Midwestern staple to make bland and unexciting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. It can be like the worst thing in a potluck. Yeah, like it's not hard to step it up and make it good, but it's just way too easy to phone it in and just make it like bleh. Do you have a trick for making it good you'd like to share, Austin? Uh, dicing up flavor. some onion. Yeah, adding a lot of flavor. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, onions is flavor. Dicing up some onions and putting that in the meat mixture. Um, and the way that Christy does it, we actually put it in... Uh, muffin tins rather than a meatloaf Ooh, pan because then you muffins. get like a nice little crispy top uh, where, it car- where it caramelizes. A meat muffin. Yeah, so it's a meat muffin rather than a meatloaf. Ooh, that's selling it. Okay, but if you guys are ever at a potluck, don't try Alf's meatloaf. Agreed. Yeah, maybe. Because yeah. it it's either a turtle or a cat or <laughs> yeah, the howls. The Thurston Oh, and if you are going to use a meatloaf pan to get a traditional mm-hmm. loaf form, get the loaf made and then put it on a flat pan rather than cooking it in the meatloaf pan. That helps okay. it. That helps it crisp up and and whatnot. Get too. all the edges. Yeah. Okay. Well, I like that. The more you know. Yep. So yeah, Alf is loving his wife's meatloaf. Hi, Alf. <laughs> And he's eating the shit out of it, and he's just so happy to be home. And does he have Gilligan's Island fever anymore? <laughs> no. Not as much. No. He's not talking about it. Like, But did he fix the backyard? Also no. <laughs> <laughs> but he refuses coconut cream pie, and for a maniac who ate nine slices of apple. Is it progress? I know. I mean, why not eat the coconut cream pie? Yeah, it seemed good. Yeah. yeah. There is no television show that would make me not eat pie. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Pie's good. Yeah, so apparently, yeah, he instead just turned his, the backyard into the set of Bonanza now, so. Right. Yeah. Well, finally, Lynn asks, what's wrong with Alf? And I'm like, somebody needs to ask him that the whole <laughs> damn time. <laughs> what is wrong with him? He has bonanza fever now, like David said, and he stole a stagecoach. I don't know how he got it. I don't know where he got it from. A museum? Why he loves, like, ancient television, you know, like, Yeah. I mean, I get that. old television? I know, I know. That's relatable about Alf. And I will give him credit that Bonanza also made it into our theme songs list. Yeah, yeah, you're right. it's a banger. Mm-hmm. Alf likes bangers. That's true. I suppose. Alf's somewhat of a banger of himself, but he's also just, speaking of insipid treacle, this is just some of the most stupid television. (laughs) (laughs) 
and I don't know why I like it, <laughs> except that it has a puppet and it looks like a penis. And I just—is <laughs> that I a mean, good reason? I feel like that's in Carolyn's real wheelhouse, though, right? right? It is. It's like, why am I watching this show? I have to get to the bottom of something. <laughs> Did I figure it all out? Now I think I do. I think I understand the Freudian nightmare that is Alf. Um, it's really funny watching all the characters because you know they hate working there and just watching them like tr the wife gets to be annoyed the whole time and that mm -hmm. works to her credit so does willie right. she ch channels that into her performance yes she's method as shit <laughs> <laughs> and the kids they keep it light and nice because they're kids and someone has to hit that point but that's alf you guys yeah that's an alf crossover with gilligan's <laughs> island crossover <laughs> It was pretty epic. Mm. Ting, ting, ting. Summer 2021 crossover theme episode. Epic as shit. Adjusting the vertical hold. <laughs> and now it's time for the adventures of the Tanner family. Tanner family? This week's episode, Brian takes a bath. Oh boy, this is my favorite. Yeah, that meatloaf sounds so delicious too. Why was that funny? Why was that funny? Don't you have some dirt to shovel? <laughs> I could shovel dirt back home. You are home. You're a castaway now, fuzzy buddy. Forever. <laughs> I don't want to be a castaway. I thought this place would be fun. Now I realize it's only fun in half-hour chunks. <laughs> but you wanted to be on Gilligan's Island. That's where the fun never stops. Remember? Remember? <laughs> Remember? I was wrong. I want to go home. 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 ever had. Best in the world! Simply the best. Thank you, Al. Would you like some pie? Once again! Ah! What is wrong with you? Oh, uh, wrong! Nothing's wrong! I'm the happiest alien on Earth! What could possibly be wrong here in the fun-filled, action-packed Tanner household? How's the backyard coming? Uh... Well, uh, I'd, I'd like to discuss that with you at length, and uh, later would be a good time. He's been watching Bonanza. Yeah, what do we think tonight about Alf and Gilligan? David, any thoughts? Well, I didn't have, What did you like, learn? How did you feel? What was special? Yes. 
What I like about crossovers is usually like one character is in mortal danger, but then the crossover character comes in and saves them. And then oh. I'm always like, it's a good thing, you know, Superman was showed up at this point to help out Batman. Because Bat- or else Batman would be dead. And why haven't the villains ever tried this when Superman isn't about to show up? <laughs> I don't know. Well, joke's on you because Alf never helps anybody. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, like I said, the only thing I really learned was that being trapped on a deserted island is not as fun as sitcoms make it out to be, I think. Also, people are never as, like, hairy and disheveled as you think they would be, right? <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, right. They have, they're, they say they don't get to change clothes, but their clothes still look nice. And yeah. they're clean-shaven. Uh, like, the professors Yeah, and the ladies like... always have, like, bare legs that are just completely shaven, and you're like, yeah, I'd give that a week's ago. <laughs> right? I mean, the professors clearly made, like, an electric razor out of a coconut for them at this point. <laughs> a bikini razor. Yeah, sure. exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, Alf's already a hairy little buddy, like yeah, Gilligan yeah, said, true. so he didn't shave shit. The... <laughs> Can you imagine if Alf did come out, like, shaved and in a bikini? I'd rather not. Try it. It's <laughs> more psychosexual nightmare. What are those folds doing under that hair? What? How many more warts are there? Yeah, all right. Okay. Austin, uh, so what did you learn? <laughs> David needs to escape this island, y'all. He's out. Uh, I learned that cocaine made the 80s great. No, um... Austin, what about coconut cocaine? Cocoa cocaine. Right? double the fun. Um, <laughs> Woo! Yeah, it was a little weird how long it took them to get to the crossover. Definitely. Um, I did, I did like some of the, the meta winking comments, both, both about the... Like, from the Alf characters about Gilligan's Island, and then about from the Gilligan's Island characters about themselves and their show and how they're always stuck on the island and stuff. Um, right. Right. And it worked with the theme of feeling stuck, like the characters did. Like, I'm sure the Alf crew and everybody but Alf himself did. Yes. But at the same time, it was sitcom. also, to your point, David, a little weird to be like, did, did they just want to be making Gilligan's Island? Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> It definitely seems that way. That is maybe the most, I want to call it sincere, so I'll just take it at face, face value and say it was a sincere love letter to a different sitcom. Yeah. But without, like, Alf never had any in-depth analysis like certain other podcasters might. He's just a surface-level fan, so <laughs> I don't know if his podcast is going to be any good. <laughs> But yeah, um, it was fun to see the actors. It wasn't as fun as it would be if I loved them more, and that's just because I haven't watched much Gilligan, I think. And I checked with the orphans, and they're pretty sure, Wink, that this is the last ever appearance of both Gilligan and the Skipper together. So that's a fitting send-off for uh, those characters, if yeah. so. Aww. Just Alf the dick alien sucking their dicks. <laughs> they showed up later, but not together, and they are definitely a duo. Editors Alf know we dedicate this episode to Gilligan's Island star Don Wells, who played Castaway Mary Ann, dead at 82 after a bout of COVID-19. You're a real one. We're eating your cream pies in heaven, baby. And then also the professor and Marion are there, and they're very attractive. So that was nice. (laughs) 
And yeah, um, like David alluded to in the beginning when he got stuck in an alternate dimension when I did do that Christmas episode. (laughs) (laughs) Alf has been looming large in all of our brains and hearts for no good reason since, you know, 1987 or whenever the fuck it premiered. It was a big, I think it was, I think because I was a child and I watched it that it was a big deal for children because puppet sitcoms and there's another puppet show I might do one day, but. They are so, like, much more interesting. I mean, and also because you think it might be good, like Sesame Street or The Muppets, at least for a second. Yeah, or different, at least, right? Right. No, Alf is, besides the puppet thing, it's very formulaic, just Mm -hmm. shit sitcom, and he's a huge pain in the ass, and I need to see somebody try to murder him. (laughs) Which is why I'll watch his standalone movie about his escape from when the U.S. government Speaking, I don't think the U.S. government's going to handle Alf right either. They're probably going to, like, Operation Paperclip him and get his war secrets and just yeah. do more bad things with it. I'd assume so. And then, just spoiler, for the very end of Alf, the series, he does get captured by the government. And it does look very ominous. He's, like, at gunpoint. So. <laughs> That's not a bit of a cliffhanger. Yeah. Right? So he gets he gets his in the end, you guys. Yeah, and it was certainly a crossover. It wasn't in canon, like David also said. It was just a dream. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It didn't matter to anybody, but Alf sure had Gilligan fever there, didn't he? (laughs) He did. Really pissed off those tanners, really (laughs) ruined their backyard. (laughs) Let's see, listeners, what the next crossovers will be next week, but you're going to have to wait. Yeah, because I don't think we know. (laughs) I don't even think you know, so you can't even dangle hints. Unless, David, are you thinking of doing one involving television characters? <laughs> I am. <laughs> and, Austin, are you thinking of doing one that involves uh, somebody in mortal peril getting saved by the B <laughs> plot character? Possibly. <laughs> well, there's your teasy danglers. Who knows? Time will tell. Well, Austin, when you aren't uh, comparing your wife's loaf to a loaf on television you'd much rather be into, (laughs) where can our listeners keep up with you? I know, it's rude. Austin's rude. It's rude, but it's dancing real close to truth. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, You can find me on Twitter at Austin Gorton, and uh, you can read my writing at The Real Gentleman of Leisure and Comics XF. And David, when you aren't bemoaning how you're getting a little old to be a little buddy anymore, where can our <laughs> listeners find you? You can find me on Twitter at Dr. Bits, that's a doctor spelled out, and at therealgentlemanofleisure.com. And I, your host this evening, am Carolyn Maine, and when I'm not just digging a random hole ominously in the backyard for some harebrained scheme, <laughs> I am on Twitter. I'm at Carolyn Main, C-R-O-L-Y-N-M-A-I-N, like the street. I am on Facebook, and you can find me on Patreon. Get yourself a postcard. It's time to make some fresh ones. It's been a minute. And this, dear listener, is a very special episode. We're so happy to be with you for this summer theme. Thanks for chiming in and helping us pick what to do. We had a lot of fun, and we do this every year. We're going to have more fun. And we are a very special episode, podcast.com. We are on Twitter at AVSEPOD, and we're AVSEPOD at gmail.com. You can email us your suggestions for future shows. We're going to make a list. 
You can find us on Facebook, you can find us on iTunes, Podbean, Google Play, Stitcher, and most everywhere. Podcasts are not sold. <laughs> and for a very special episode, I'm asking the big questions, which is, why was that funny? <laughs> Bravo! Bravo! Powerful episode! Yeah, that was this AVSC on your home PC with some VIPs of SBTB. Was it Austin G, Dr. DB, RAT, or the C Money? What the heck was with that TV? This podcast is kind of funny. Excuse us all, cause we gotta go pee. That was a very special episode We dissected that shit from head to toe Did the time fly by or was it slow? Got so many life lessons Oh how we've grown Seen so much TV that we're gonna explode Next time on a very special episode Famously troubled looms large in our minds. We're always thinking about Alf, or we're always ready to think about Alf. And he looks like the stress of Alf is is eating him away from the inside. We did the Christmas special, Alf. Yeah. Nuh-uh. We all talked about when Willie sucked dick for crack in an alley. Island coconut cream pie isn't as good as we'd imagine, right? Why am I not remembering this? We haven't. Don't talk to me when the camera's not rolling because that would acknowledge the fiction of our world. The rolls where you have to eat rolls. I love rolls. 75% of the TV we were watching came about because of cocaine. There are many holes that the actors could fall into. A Malmachian ground fur lizard that is the rough equivalent of a cat. (laughs) Thanks, cocaine. There wasn't a lot of laughs. Kid, I have no idea what the joke was. It's it's just it's a delicate dance. I choose celibacy. Right? I was like, okay, I, I feel you here, Al. Striking a little too close to home here. And here's more cocaine. That's really good. The great ones make it look so easy. <laughs> <laughs>